You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's talk about the, the, the Chidushim that Rishonim and Achronim explain. You can find it in the Rishonim itself. For example, the Rambam, when he talks about the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah on the night of Pesach, says, So it sounds from the Rambam that there's a mitzvah, like he says by Korban Pesach, the same thing. There's a mitzvah to eat the Korban Pesach and a kezayis your yotze. Which means your makayim, the mitzvah achila, even more than a kezayis. You know, in other mitzvahs, you'd say, you don't have to eat more than a gazayas. That's it. What are you doing? From the Rambam, it seems that Sai, when it comes to Korban Pesach, and, and Sai, when it comes to the mitzvah Achilas Matzah, on the night of Pesach, all the matzah you eat is a greater kiyama mitzvah. So, if that's true, um, and the Nitziv backs this Chiddush up, and he says, it, it, there's, it, it isn't one Kezayis. Every Kezayis you eat, everything that has a Shema Chilo, which is a Kezayis, is another Kiyama Mitzvah on the night of Pesach. So they asked Rebbe Yoshev, well, if the Nitziv is right, would you, if in order to have a shame Kiyama Mitzvah for every Kezayis you eat, which is a wonderful thing. You need all the mitzvahs we can get. Do you need Haseba for that? And, and Rabbi Yoshev says, yeah. If the Nitziv is right. And Rabbi Yoshev wasn't saying the Nitziv was correct. But he says the Nitziv has a very nice diuk from the Rambam. But don't think anything you pop in your mouth. You have to eat it like matzah. You have to eat it as, as, as the simen of cherus. Now, there's another famous sheet to every single person listening now, hopefully the thousands that will download this also know that there's the Shita of the Vilna Gon, which has uh, connections to Rishonim, like the Ibn Ezra and others, that not just the night of the Seder, like the Nitziv said, but let's say um, a whole Pesach, your Makayim mitzvah. It's a Kiyam mitzvah. Of Achivas Matzah, right? Shivas It isn't just oh, this is your option. You don't. You want to have something? Eat matzah instead of bread, but you actually have a kiyum in eating matzah the whole week. So we know that when it comes to matzah, bismanazeh, and moror is derabanan that. The more if that if you eat mutts and the mora together, it's a problem. Because the matzah you're chayev menatayra, and the mora is only the rabbonon. So the Gemara says in the daf, those of you I think it's it might be today's daf, that the time of the mora is mavatul the matzah. In other words, in the time of the Bezamikdosh, like we saw with Hillel. So there everything was diaraisa. That's the way the Torah wanted it to happen. So even though it's definitely true that a bitter taste of the moror 
can neutralize the matzah. That's the way God wants it to happen. But if you now have a din minatayra to eat matzah and a din derabonon to eat moror, the moror is mevatel the matzah, mevatel the tam, because you're supposed to taste the matzah. You're supposed to be able to taste it and appreciate it. And you're not, and, 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 and you wouldn't be yotze the mitzvah because you inserted other food with the matzah. And that's why you have to eat the matzah and more separately today. Okay? I'm sure many people sort of knew this, but I'm, I'm, I'm elaborating on it because Rebel Yoshev was machadish based on that. That if you feel, I'm from the Vilna Gon people. And I want to be Makayim the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah the whole week. Well, that's only if you don't eat other food with it. The same way if you eat Moror, which is a mitzvah de Rabbonon, it's Mavatavit, anything which is not a quote-unquote mitzvah has another taste. So, for example, you want to eat fish. You want to stick, is nothing better than sticking a piece of matzah and gefilte fish. Sorry, Moshe, I'm sure you don't like doing that, but <laughs> I grew up that way, right? Oh, we're washing, stick that matzah in the fish, yeah. Stick the matzah in the, uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the salmon salad, stick the matzah in the tuna. It's great. All right. But don't think you're Makayim the mitzvah, according to the Gon, of, of Akiyum and Achilas Matzah. Because the tom of the gefilte fish, the tom of the tuna, the tom of the whatever it is, we'll see, Rabbi Yosha is going to tell us how far it goes, cancels the tom matzah. So the same, the same way there's an idea of tom matzah on the first night of Pesach, according to us, according to the Vilna Gon, in order to have the shame kiyum of achilas matzah, you, would, you can't eat anything else with it. Because it's mavatalat, mavatalatam. So they asked Rabbi Yoshev, what about what every single person does, which is tempty cream cheese, right? Or a little bit of butter, a little bit of butter on it. Is butter also? I understand you stick it into the gefilte fish or you smear the, the, the salmon salad on there. That's really another strong taste. But, but just spreading a little bit of butter? So he says, no, it's the same thing. Because if, if, if you want to be yod, say this opinion of, of the Vilna Gon, which is based on the Ebenezer, maybe other he's shown him, you can't put butter on it either. Both of those are really uh, a problem of being mavato tamatza. Okay, so what did we say before? We just said a minute ago that sticking the matzah in the gefilte fish is mevat of the top. So some chocham, Reb Shlomo Benet, who was also a, a Belzer chosid, came to Reb Yoshev, and he said the following. What the Rav is saying is true on Chalamoyed. But let's say it's on the last day of Pesach. On the last day of Pesach, there's a mitzvah of Oineg Yontif. So L'chorah, if on the last day of Pesach, if I stick the matzah in the gefilte fish, the gefilte fish is also like a chepz of mitzvah. It's the way I have Oineg Yontif. Without the fish, if I would just eat matzah, I wouldn't really have Oineg Yontif. Right? It would just be a piece of matzah. 
So Lachora, that piece of fish is like a piece of mitzvah. So the same way in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, when Matz and Mor were both Midaraisa, even though the Mor has a very strong taste, the Moror is not Mavato the Matzah, because they're both mitzvahs together. So Lachora, it should be the same thing when it's on Yontif. Because on Yontif, to get that gefilte fish is, 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 is in a way, that's your Oinig Yontif. So that was what Benet wanted to say, uh, that, that, that it shouldn't be mavatol it. And you should have a kiyum of achilas matzah like the going, because they're both mitzvahs. Sir Yoshev said, he got it wrong, buddy. He laughed. He said, it's true, Oinig Yontif is a mitzvah. But it's not in this piece of fish, right? Oinig Yontif happens to be if you like fish and you eat fish on Yontif, so you have Oinig Yontif. But it's not specifically this piece of fish. Oinig Yontif can be in many things. You happen to have chosen this piece of fish to makaim your Oinig Yontif in. But it doesn't turn that piece of fish into a of mitzvah. The Oinig is, is, is the feeling you get afterwards, the fact that you were happy with it, Right, but it's not that this piece of fish is is is, is like the Vilna Gon's piece of matzah. It's not specifically here. There are people who don't like fish, and they won't have oinig in it. So therefore, um, it's still a problem, even though you loved it, <laughs> and for you it was great. It's still not on the level of what the matzah is. And therefore, even though no one's going to say it's wrong to eat the fish, and Parkert, in a way, it's part of your own Egyontif, but it doesn't galvanize, it doesn't embody itself into that piece of, of fish that you're eating. And therefore, even though it's a way to be Makayim Egyontif, the piece of fish itself is just another thing that has a taste which sets itself up against the matzah, and again, Rebbe Yashem says, you want to be Makayim the Vilna Gon, you just got to eat matzah plain. Eat your gefilte fish separately to have your oinig yontif. But if you want to have the, the, you want to have the gold star in your record that you ate matzah the whole Pesach like the Vilna Gon, he says that would be a, you wouldn't be yotze. Um, there was a nasifa of Talmidah Chachamim uh, we talked about it before, the Sheris Yisrael Bezdin, and I guess Rabbi Yoshev was the honorary Rosh Bezdin, and they had uh, various Choshev Rabbonim from Chalon, Rabbi Zilberstein, from Bnei Brak, Rabbi Gross, um, and uh, Rabbi Gross asked the following question to Rabbi Yoshev. There's a person, there was a person in his Kehillah who didn't have any teeth, and um, what was he going to do when it comes to mora? Now, matzah, of course, is a problem. Because when it comes to matzah, boa matzah so You don't have to gum it. Because it's at the end, because it, it, it's not the best way to eat. You should really chew it, but it does go down in your system. But mora, you have to be margish the tom of the merirus. That's why if you swallow... Moror, you're not Yotze. But Rabbi Yoshev wanted to be Machadish, a tremendous Chiddush. He says, when the Gemara says, Boa Mori Yotze, it's because the Gemara assumed that the Moror they were eating was the number prime one Moror, according to Chazal. 
which is chasa, which is this chazeres, which we know meant, the, the term chazeres and chazal meant romaine lettuce. So when it came to romaine lettuce, um, if you just swallow it, the Gemara, is, the Gemara accurately says that you're not Yotze because where did you, where's the Mara then? Right? Oop, went right down. It's only when you, there's something in your mouth. But he says, if you're going to swallow chrein, if you're going to swallow grated horseradish, so you sense it when it goes down. You can feel it. Even though in your mouth, you didn't feel it on your lips, on your teeth, because it doesn't have teeth. But Yoshev is machadish, that when it comes to chrein, so the guy without teeth, if he's going to take, he can take chrein and swallow it. So there he would be yotza. Even though the Gemara says, that's only talking about chazeres. But if you're margish, the... the so the Sephardi guy that doesn't have teeth, since he's not going to have any uh, horseradish, and he has only uh, chasa, then uh, he, he has a problem. He has a problem. There's a problem. Maybe he could go. I don't know. Gumming it, he might be able to feel it. I think even without teeth. Look, I, you know, I have the dog here. The dog doesn't have teeth, and she she gums everything. You know, she just. I, I would assume even without teeth, it's not. If you if 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 you if you cause your gums to go down on it, I'd assume there's some sense of taste that you have as you're. It's maybe not really chewing it, but I would assume that it's considered uh, good enough. Uh, Rabbi Yoshev, we talked last night, Rabbi Yoshev felt the minute of keeping the house open is a very stupid thing, as you saw. I mean, he, he didn't say it that way, but he felt it was silly because it, it wasn't really what Chazal meant. Another minute that you have, and I have this in my house, and maybe you do too, Moshe, and maybe the, the Rashila and, and Richard and, and Dr. Kogan maybe have this minute, is that everybody pours for everybody, right? Yoshev says the the original minig is for the is the is for the balaseder. It's not like everybody gets it. I was about to say, you know, my house is only balaseder gets the pour. Right, right. That's what Rebbe Yoshev felt was the minig. He says, you know, um, you don't need to do meziga for everybody. Uh, it's a nice thing, but uh, the real minag was that the balhaseder is sort of like a melech, so to speak. I mean, everybody has their own malchus. Still a nice thing. We do it in our house. But uh, Richard, I think you've been by my seder, right? I think you were at my seder, so I think you know. I think so. Anyway, um, let's see. Rebel Yoshev was asked about... Um, you know, well, do you also have the minhag of uh, <laughs> uh, someone hands the the cost to the Bala Seder? For Kiddush. And for yes. uh, for Kiddush and for Kiddush for, for Kiddush and for uh, Birchat Amazon. Because that's Kosho Brocha. That's Kosho Brocha. So you have that minhag of handing it someone uh, a uh, uh, Bala Seder. Maybe only for Birchat Amazon. I don't think for Kiddush itself. You do it for the Kiddush. You yes. do it for the but, but that's not every week you don't do Kiddush that way, is it? We do it every, every week. For every Kiddush you do it that way. Yes. Could, could be, I think uh, that's probably the way it is in Shulchan Aruch. Um, what does it mean to have the best wine? You're supposed to have chosh of a wine. 
Um, and, and again, I've talked about this often because, you know, I, I read sometimes in columns what's considered the best wine, what's considered, you know, a significant wine, what's considered a good year. Um, and people will tell you, oh, the dry wines are really, you know, the, the real sweet wines, those are like cheapo wine, but these dry wines are very fine. Um, you can't get into it. You know, again, you know, you, you, you don't have a refined palate for wine. Um, so we know that Chazal say, in this Bratton Shahar, to drink the best wine. And what's considered a hush of a wine. That's why you're allowed even to take, you're not allowed, if it's a question of red wine, which is not hush of, and you have white wine, even though it's not like uh, the Pusik, this Altera Yayin Kiyasadim, you should go with the white wine because the white wine is more Choshev. So, um, another Mila is that we know that the Yayin on the Mizbeach did not have sugars and stuff in it. Right? We know the Rambam holds that the yayin you need to have for Kiddush and for the whole, for the Dalit Kosos, has to be yayin that's roy to go on the Mizbeach that they would do in the Sochim. Now, wine gets sweet not because uh, the grapes do have some sweetness. And it's true, as you know, when you eat grapes. But in many wines, they add sugars and other stuff in order to... Every wine that is sweet has sugar. Right. So those wines, according to the Rambam, would not really be yayin that uh, is roi to be menasach on the Mizbeach. So this person wants to be mekayim choshava wine and also wine according to Shitas HaRambam. But he doesn't like it. <laughs> What's he, what should he do? Sir Yoshev said that the chiyuv of David Kaisais is basically the sense of chedus, the sense that I am special and I'm happy what I'm doing. I'm enjoying it. I, I feel a, uh, there's something, uh, it, it, it tastes good to me and I feel like it's geschmack. You know, a lot of times, you know, the first time people have caviar, they don't like it so much, right? Oh, you're having caviar. Ooh, right? That's not the way it's supposed to be at the Seder. Oh, I'm having something which which, which the which the wine experts say is very choshev. You need to enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, Rebel Yoshev says, you haven't yet uh, developed a taste for that, so it's better to go I don't know if this is this is not a psak for you, Moshe, not a psak for the Sephardim, where people want to be old like the Rambam. But for us, Ashkenazim, Rabbi Yoshev felt that you need Yayan HaMesameach. It's Simchas Yontif, it's Cherus, and therefore, um, a wine that you really don't like, you, you should not use for the Dawud Kaisis. Even though, in, on some level, like the Shita Sarambam, it wouldn't have a a shame, yayin. Um,
I was asked a shiva, which I'm going to get into a little bit more tomorrow, about a person who cannot drink wine at all uh, for medical reasons. And the person wants to be able to um, use uh, liqueur instead. Okay, so one of the things I told him was the Shita Satoisvis in the beginning of Arve Psalchem. And Taisvis says that basically you don't need everybody to have their own cup of wine. Dalit Kaisis means for the Baal HaSeder. And if you, if he can be Motsi you, not just in the Brocha, but in the wine itself. That's the sheet of Tatosis proves it from the Mishnah and from the Gemara. It's a very interesting sheet of Tosus. And, and, and they asked Rebel Yoshev, the guy, you know, maybe he just shouldn't have it. We'll have someone be Motsi him. And he can still feel he was Makai in the mitzvah, just like Tosus says it was done. What about grape juice? Well, this fellow can't have grape juice either. Because it's worse. The, the machla that he has is a sugar machla. He has a problem with, 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 um, has a problem with um, diabetes. So it's even worse. So grape juice, wine. So I was thinking maybe you could farwaza chantaisus. That, that someone else, you know, he doesn't need to have the dalit kaisus. He'll be motzi, someone will be motzi him. Sir Abu says that even though it's in Taisvis, all the Rishonim argue, and the postcom don't bring it la And even if a person's in a situation like that, you can't be so on it, even though it's a din the Rabbonon. There's no, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to tell you some other aids perhaps tomorrow about what you could do. Um, Rabbi Yoshev, they asked him, well, maybe a sip. And maybe someone else can drink the rest. So Rabbi Yoshev said that Dawid Kaisis isn't just to make the brach on wine. You need to drink it. Now, whatever drinking is, a sip is not considered a drink. It's not called shtia for Dawid Kaisis. Now, it's true. It's not birchas hanenin. Now, it's in birchas hanenin. Let's say I just want to have a sip of something. I just want to have a sip of something. I need to make a brocha. But that's not what the Dawid Kaisis are about. It's not about, oh, uh, oh, you see, you made a brocha, your yotze dalikosis. No, <laughs> it has to be shtia dalikosis, and a sip, as Rabbi Yoshev says, uh, does not count. An interesting Shiloh, we talked about having grown children, and um, they know as much as you talked about the various ways to work the Seder out. Here's something I didn't think about, but it's a very interesting question. Um, a, a, a child who lives in Eretz Yisrael, his father comes to visit him for for, for, Yontif, for Pesach. He's planning on going back to America or Chutzlar, it's wherever he lives. So he's a Mechuyiv, according to most poskim, not all of them, there are poskim who disagree, to have a second Seder. Okay, but his son is a Ben Eretz Yisrael. So the son doesn't need to have a second Seder. But the father is having a second Seder, but he'd like to have his son there with him 
so he could tell him the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, tell him a chidush, tell him something. So the Shaiva was, maybe it's not yonta for him. Maybe you can't be Makayim, Sipur uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, if the person there, it's it's not Tezvav for him, it's Tezayim. So, and, and it's Cholomayad. So how could you Makayim Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? The father has a chiv because he has a din of Yontav Sheni. And Yontav Sheni means you have to do all the mitzvahs of Yontav Rishon, including having a Seder and telling the story. But the person he's telling the story to is, is, is not chayiv in mitzvahs. At least, it's not chayiv in this mitzvah. So Rabbi Yoshev said that the, the Bryce says, Echad Tom. Right? And, you, and, and the Tom you also say, Bavur Ze Shemli. He says, Lachora, the Tom, you know, there's a question who the Tom is. What he, is he just a, a Tomim or is he, or is he Mamish a simpleton? Rabbi Yoshev says the simple pshat in a Tom is that he's a simpleton. He's not really a Bardas. And therefore, you're, you're still Makayim Vegada to Levincha. So you see, and we saw before from Chocham Avadia, that you say it over to a, a, a that the Iker Kiyum is to a child who's who's a, a eight or nine or ten, who's also not Chayiv in mitzvahs, at least not Minatayra. Now, here it's a little bit different because here it's the second day of Yontif. So, in other words, a nine, ten year old is at least Chayiv in Chinuch, and maybe it's a Chayiv on him. But Rabbi Yoshev Tainad that, that a Tom might be someone who is developmentally disabled, who really is potter in mitzvahs, not even chayiv and chinuch. But still, you can be makayimit because he is your child. And even though he's potter for mitzvahs, you can be mesopper to him. So the same thing is true on Yontif Shani. So even though if your son is sitting with you, that's also considered he does a COVID by sitting next to you, and you could be Makayim, the Din the Rabbonin of Yontiv Sheini, being Makayim, he got it to Levincho on a the Rabbonin level completely, even though the one you're speaking to is someone who, for him, it's not Yontiv at all. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.